to the show. It's Fast Life on the Move, baby, and it is keeping it classy, your educational show. You know, we got to keep it classy sometimes, and sometimes we got to, you know, do better things, bigger and better things, put it like that. And so, of course, you know, this is one of our new edition shows, and it's all about being educated, you know, making money, not too much in spending money, but making money. And sometimes you got to spend some money to make some money, okay? Because guess what? You are an investment. Remember that. You are an investment. And if you don't think that you're an investment, then baby, mm, you might want to go check yourself, okay? Figure out what is going on in your life and why you don't think that you're an investment. Hey, what it's all about, man, it is keeping it classy. You already know, hey, we can't keep it classy unless the queen is in the building. You already know I miss Lady V, feeling it so classy and always real sassy, man, but I'm so grateful and so thankful that you guys are in the building tonight, but you already know before we can start any show, you already know what it do. You know you got to share, 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 share the love. Share out this show. Let all your friends and your family know that the Playhouse, yes, the Playhouse, is where they want to be, okay? So come on in the building because tonight we are going to be talking about being a self-published author. Now, I don't know if our special guest of the our feature of the month is coming into the building. I believe that they have in some um, difficulties, but that's okay. We're going to keep Miss Lachey Perkins in prayer, you know what I'm saying, and all that good stuff. But, hey, we is in this thing, and y'all already know that Lady V is, uh, you know, I was the co-owner, and now I am the owner um, because my business partner and my friend, my sister, has um, gone on to be with God. And so now that makes me the owner of EMP, you know, so Elliot Knight Professionals. And um, what we do, hey, we just trying to give you the best of the best, one book at a time, okay, one book at a time. So this tonight we're going to talk about becoming a self-published author, what it takes, what you need to do, how you need to do. Get your questions ready. If you have any questions, please feel free to inbox us or come on in the Playhouse and just say, don't be afraid, don't be afraid. But if you are at work, because I know some of y'all do be at work getting your groove on, but you be tuned in. And I'll be saying, thank you, boo, thank you, because we do really gratefully appreciate it, okay? so. If you are, you know, busy or at work or watching the World Series, please don't hesitate. Feel free to inbox us your questions, okay? Inbox us your questions right here on Fast Life on the Move on Blog Talk Radio. I am in the chat room. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. So you can um, inbox us right here on Fast Life on the Move or on Blog Talk Radio. You can inbox us on Facebook on Fast Life on the Move, or you can inbox us on Instagram on Fast Life on the Move, okay? There is no reason why you should not begin your questions answered tonight because guess what? It is all, yes, I'm going to say it again, it is all about being 
who you want to be, okay? If that's what it's all about. It's all about being great. And I want you to be great, okay? I do. I really do. I want you guys to be so great. So please, be great, okay? We want you to be great. So come on in the Playhouse. Man, let us know what you think, how you feeling, all that good stuff. You already know. Share, 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 share out the show. But you can feel free to call us at 563-999-3443. Again, that number is 563-999-3443. Come on in the Playhouse. Man, get your business on. That's what I'm going to say. It is, man, we jumping into a new season, and this season is about being grateful and about being smart about investing, and about investing in you. Starting a new career, a new chapter, because this is a new season. So come on in the playhouse. We going to get it in. Hey, it's Fast Life on the Move. This is Keeping It Classy, and I am your host, Miss Lady V. 563-999-3443.
Usher Raymond. Yeah. Thugger Thugger. Yeah. Yeah. Go right up. Yeah. Make it say, uh, no limit. Got that masterpiece. No limit, baby. Can you get that black car? No limit. Just know when you roll with somebody like me, there's no limit, baby. Make it say, uh, no limit. I see murder, my murder, that. No limit, baby. Get that ghetto deep, girl. No limit. Just know when you roll with somebody like me, there's no limit, baby. You know you fine, baby, you know that you fine. I'm just trying to make you mine, trying to make you mine. Yeah, I'm trying to make you mine. Put a tingle in your spine. We got a vibe, we got a way, cause you should ride on it. All of the places I can take, you girl is limitless. So if you've never been, girl, I would just love to take you there. You don't have to worry about a thing. I got to let me show you better than. Cause I may not know you, just let me hold you. You be my soldier, like you from the north. Make it say, uh, no limit. Got that masterpiece. No limit, baby. Can get that black car? No limit. Just know when you roll with somebody like me, there's no limit, baby. Make it say, uh, no limit. I see murder, murder, that. No limit, baby. Can get that ghetto deep, girl? No limit. Just know when you roll with somebody like me, there's no limit, baby. Cars on decline, baby, the cars on decline We roll with me and we shine, baby, we shine Yeah, little mama, we shine Just pick a destination, go ahead, show me You can get like everything Show me like any car, any hot, baby You can get like any ring, anything Then I can knock it down Through the night, through the day, yeah I knock it, knock it out Baby, you call the sugar ray, yeah. I may not know you Just let me hold you You be my soldier Like you from the north Make it say, uh, no limit. Got that masterpiece. No limit, baby. Can you get that black car? No limit. Just know when you roll with somebody like me, there's no limit, baby. Make it say, uh, no limit. I see murder, murder, that. No limit, baby. Can you get that ghetto deep, girl? No limit. Just know when you roll with somebody like me, there's no limit, baby. Baby girl, I ain't lying. Make my homie drop a dime. Commit a crime. Jeopardize my lifeline. Just to see your vital signs. Ain't no limit, baby. We do it like it. Ain't no limit, baby. When you a starter. Marta outsmart the Robert Robert. Build a session with Bacardi Barbies. Kerosene, kerosene. From a spin one machine. Same way to prima donna. Never limit, I'm a stunner. Tell it, I don't never run them. Don't bother y'all beginners. Follow us in a rest of them. I'ma spend my night with them. I can put carrots all over you, carrots all over you. Never mind me on the pop, man, I've been getting high with these fools. And she said her friend's face, so she's solo rocking. And she a real bad, bad, she ain't got a Photoshop it. Uh, no limit. I see murder, murder, that. No limit, baby. Yeah, that ghetto deep, girl. No limit. Just know when you roll with somebody like me, there's no limit, baby. Mm-hmm. 
rest was a shame to be Dappy head and all, ain't no change to me Right wrong, I tell you, nobody never gave us nothing. The tough time it made us something different. Stretch the road, knew something to see. Every state on the map, a different something to eat. Taps and handshakes, it meant nothing for real. Everybody making the killing, man. Showing no feelings, walking off, collecting pay. It's the way of the world. Can't change it, so I guess I'm gonna pray for the world. Sometimes I ask myself, was I made for the world? I scream this to you, and I say to the world, nappy then, nappy now, nappy for a bit. Knee deep, head over heels in this country. Chance I got to say amen. The Lord done blessed me with his grace. I wish his day would never end. We represent the slum. Where we from, we built it on. Falling short off on these presidents and hard times that go and come. Some take a fall without the chance to make it at all. Who would have thought Skinny be the one that's making this call? Lord, help me out. Tell me where I went wrong. I'm trying to find a righteous path, although it's never been long. I got to do it for my son's sake, telling me daddy be strong. We're going to make it through these hard times, even though they go when they come. You're absolutely right, but something happened to me on last Tuesday night. It's plain as day, man. With this world trade, no, brave ain't the word I'm looking for, yeah Better make it hope when nothing seems to matter, that's when, see Everything can go any which way, they got me folks, see The Henny with the J, front post, chilling broke Country folk, man, I'm nappy in my way, yeah I've been told, but it really don't Happy, happy Friday, boy. We may be poor, but we going to be all right. We going to be happy. That's what we going to do, man. And I hope that you guys are having a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Friday night, man, because that's what it's all about. That is what it's all about is coming in the playhouse, being educated, because, man, it's time to start investing in us, bringing our money back and doing what we have to do 
for our community, okay? So tonight we are, yes, this is Keeping It Classy. So um, tonight we are definitely going to be talking about being a self-published author, okay? Being a self-published author. So uh, let me just give you a little bit of my background just so you can actually know for those of you who are just now tuning in and maybe don't really know, but you wanted to know why. Why, why, why? How's she going to tell us? Well, I'm going to tell you how I'm going to tell you. Well, first of all, I am Lady V, and I am the owner of Elliot Knight Professionals. We actually help. I'm an author consultant, okay? I am, of course, I have many hats, but tonight we're talking about authors. So I am an author consultant, and it's all about bringing books to life one book at a time, okay? Bringing the art, bringing what you love to do to the forefront. Because sometimes it's not easy. And trust me, if you've ever wanted to write a book, it ain't easy, okay? I started or I published my first book in 2010, I started writing it in 2009, and I have to write that book three damn times, okay? That was one of the hardest books for me to write. You know, um, I chose to write my life story is what I chose to do. And so as I wrote my life story, I wanted it to be able to touch many who either was going through what I was going through. You know, um, I didn't know the impact that it would really have. Because mostly I wrote it for me, and I wrote it for me because I needed to be able to release. It was therapeutic for me, okay? I did not know that I was going to go from this, from just being a little old author who did not know anything about writing, didn't know anything about business, didn't know anything about publishing, none of that stuff. And trust me, I reached out to so many people. I did my research first, believe that. Because that's what it's all about. When you're going into a new business, the very first thing that I like to tell my people to do is research. Do your research. Don't just jump into something because somebody told you to or because somebody said that that was the thing to do. Do your research for yourself. It's almost like reading the Bible. And because the pastor told you X, Y, and Z, you just believed it. We can't always believe everything. Sometimes we have to do our own research, you know. And I I say it like that because God tells us to seek ye for thyself, okay. I'm going to tell you the same thing when it comes to writing your book. You have to do your research for yourself. It's a lot of publication companies out here. It's a lot of people doing this thing, you know, for self-publishers, okay, Some of them know what they're doing. Some of them don't. Some of them just in it because they know that this is a lucrative business, and all they see is the dollar sign, okay? Be mindful because there's a lot of sharks. There's a lot of snakes up out here. Believe that. And that's with any business, okay? Find the right company that works for you. That's what you want to do. You always want to find the right company that works for you. When I first started into this business, I didn't have nobody that wanted to reach out to me. 
You know, they didn't want to do that. They didn't want to, you know, um, help. They didn't, it, it was almost like everything was so secretive and hush, 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 hush. But what they were doing was they were actually posting little tips and little this and to these groups. Now, they didn't want to help me when I was asking the questions to them directly, but then they would post little stuff into the group. So I sat back, I looked, I watched, I learned. Okay, I started, um, like I said, I started my first book, um, dropped it in 2010. It was garbage, and I don't hesitate to say that. It was straight-up garbage, and that's because I went with the publishing company that I thought was good, and I was screwed over, okay? It was not edited. I was only allowed to choose between six books, book covers. For urban, okay, they didn't want me to do my own book covers. It was just, you know, it was like they they just put it together, sent it to me. I was so excited about having my own book and my with my name on it that I was like, well, no, it ain't the best, but I knew it was raw and uncut and the story was good. So I pushed it. I pushed it and pushed it and pushed it as is. And let me tell you something. Don't ever do that. Don't ever. It could have literally killed me, my career, my everything. It could have. But see, God had different plans for me. So that it didn't. So I kind of scathed through it. I was one of the lucky ones is what I'm going to say. You know, and that's because God found favor in me because he knew that it was something that I needed to do. This was the path that he needed me to be on. This was the journey. That was my starting point. So even though it was garbage, I still pushed it. I jumped in my car, man, packed everything up, and got out there and sold books. I did that. But along the way, I learned this business. I learned this business inside and out. After I came off the road, I decided to take time to really research, really do the work that needed to be done to try to figure out how to make this book better. So I did it, so I rewrote it. And it was better. It still wasn't the best, but it was better. And I kept learning. I didn't give up. I didn't stop, even though I wanted to. I didn't. And I kept doing what I kept doing, but I kept dropping books, which was good. You know, I, you know, decided to finish The Unmeritable, and I did that. Now, The Unmeritable, yes, that was one of my longest books. One of probably one of the thickest and the longest books is what I'm going to say. And that's because I had a lot to say, but I was comfortable by then of writing, of being an author. And it actually came out better than I thought it would, even though it was 500 and something pages. And I know some people are like, oh, my gosh, 
Yes, it was. It came out to be five hundred, like five hundred and thirty-two, five hundred and forty-three pages, something like that. But anyway, it was extremely long, but people loved it because it kept them on their seat. It kept them intrigued to the story and what it was and what was going on. And sometimes that's what we have to do as artists. We have to be able to capture our reader, kind of like what I have to do. Here, I have to make great topics, great titles, great content, all these things to keep you guys intrigued. Because remember, sometimes we can listen to a person, and next thing we know, we'd be so damn bored, we'd be done fell asleep. we just <sighs> snoring and everything. Didn't even realize we had went to sleep because this person was so damn boring. And they wasn't talking about nothing. Nothing. That's what we have to do in our stories. We have to keep you engaged. So I did that. And then I started to branch out, and that's when I met Jazz. And together we started Elliot Knight Professionals and wanted to um, bring books to life and show other authors how to do it. And because we have been, now this is what it was, we were actually taking on all people you know what I'm saying? Not just authors, but we were taking on musicians, comedians. We were a management company. We were consultants. We branding consultants. That's what we were. We were branding consultants and being able to have your books and your music and stuff published and being put in the CD format and all this stuff. That was really a bonus for our company. And if you were able to do that, you were winning. Because a lot of people don't do half the stuff that Elliot Knight professionals do. Because we actually take the time to show you how, and we walk you step by step by step by step by step. Because we want you to be successful. So we started that. And it was good. We had a great run. And um, last year... 2019, things took a turn, and I lost my business partner. I lost jazz. And I didn't stop, but the people that I was helping stopped. They quit on me. They stopped because they quit on themselves. So we didn't stop. We just paused for a minute, okay, because I am only one person, and I can only do so much. But I still, to this day, still help authors Show authors how to brand, show authors how to get out there, show authors what it is and the steps that they need to take to be successful because that's what it's all about. I don't turn people away. I'm not the type of person that looks and just be like, oh, I need this dollar because I don't care about that at all. You know what I'm saying? God going to always take care of me, and that's how I look. I'd rather see you be successful and know that you are that you love what you have, your product. I tell everybody, when you are publishing a book, treat it like your baby. That's your baby. Don't allow people to just give you what they want you to have. Treat it like your baby. You want the best of the best. And this is the one mistake that so many authors, new authors make. First of all, authors, let me tell you all something or people that wants to come into this business, understand something. When you are coming into this business, you are not that good. 
Yes, I know a lot of y'all pissed off because I said it, but I don't give a damn. Y'all are not that good because you are coming into this business and you are trying to learn. And if you're going to come and you're going to ask for help, don't act like your work is the bomb. Don't If somebody is actually telling you and critiquing you and showing you how to do it the right way, take that and apply that to what you're doing. Because a lot of times, we all, why you change my work? Why you do this? Why you do that? I'm not, that's not how I want it. It ain't supposed to be like this. I wrote it because of this. And I put it like this. And I put it like that. Yes. But just because you did doesn't make it right. What I want to tell people is, first of all, you write the way you talk. And a lot of y'all can't talk worth a damn. So your show can't write worth a damn. Please stop trying to make it act like that's how it's supposed to be done because it's not. Yes, there is no right or wrong way to write it. And I tell everybody that because we all have a unique style that we write. That's what makes us who we are. That's what makes our book unique. If everybody wrote the same way, then guess what? They would all be freaking boring. And that's what's happening in this society, in this world right now, because we look at it as an urban book, urban genre, urban fiction. And we all think that every book's supposed to be written the same way. We all supposed to be hood. We all supposed to be this. We all supposed to be that. That's the way it's supposed to be, because we don't read a hundred other books that was that way. Be you. Be unique and be true. Stay true to who you are. Stop trying to be like everybody else. Okay? When you're out there searching for a company who is actually who you're trying to be unique for, find that person who who vibes with you in your style. They're not trying to change your style. They're trying to enhance your style. Because if you're not going to grow and you're not going to become better, then what are you doing it for? What are you doing it for? See, I have a lot of people that don't like the way I do things, and that's okay. It's It's all right with me. I'm fine with it. Because if you want mediocre work, then please go over there to that company and get your mediocre work. If you want to run your, if you want your stuff ran through Grammarly, Go over there and have them do it because that's all they're doing. See, I'm I'm telling all the business. Lady V don't care because I want to see people be successful. And you have a lot of authors, a lot of editors, a lot of publishing companies out here bullshitting new authors. And it's not right. All for a dollar, all for a buck. If you are not getting in, if you are a published author and you are not getting your invoice, your actual invoice, and people are making up their invoices, check them. Because that's not right. That means you probably are not getting all your money. You're probably not getting everything that you're credited and that you're due. Oh, I told it. Yep, I sure did. Be mindful of the people that you're working with. Read your contracts, people. That is the first thing I teach 
everybody that comes to EMP, read your contract. I won't even, I don't even start the process or nothing, and my people will tell you. They will literally tell you, Lady V, don't play that. She'll ask you first, did you read your contract? Did you understand your contract? Did you this, this, and this? Because you have to read your contract, okay? I'm giving y'all a lot of good points here, so I hope y'all keeping up and catching up. Because I don't want you guys out here free-flowing with this bull. I see too much of it, and it's not good. It's not good, okay? Be unique to you, but read your contract first. Because you guys are getting stuck into these contracts that is not for you. That is not good for you. And what's happening is you're starting to get screwed over. You're losing rights to your stories, your books, your content, your everything. Everything. Read your contract. Read your contract. And if you don't agree with your contract, don't sign it. Ask questions. And if the person that you're with is pissed off because you're asking too many questions, that's not the company for you. Stop making these foolish mistakes. We have to start doing better. Because remember, you are your own investment. I'm going to say it again because somebody was like, what? You are your own investment. If you're not going to invest in you, then don't think nobody else will either, okay? If you're not going to protect your investment, why should anybody else? So I'm saying, you are your own investment. Treat it as such. Remember that because it's worth it. You are worth it. Don't ever forget that. You are worth it. And if you're not going to invest in you, nobody else will either. If you're not going to believe in you, it's really hard for somebody else to believe in you too. Unless unless you got somebody, a good person like me. Because I always see the best in everybody, even when they don't see it in themselves. And yes, I am a pusher. People will tell you that. When you come work with Lady V, she's going to push you to the ultimate of the ultimate of the ultimate. Because I believe in you. I believe in your craft. I believe in what you're doing. I believe in how you're doing it. You just have to know that you are worth it, okay? So, I want to make sure that you guys are understanding what it takes to be a self-published author. It's not something that you just do overnight. It's work. It's a lot of work. It's not something that you just one day wake up and be like, oh, today I'm going to be an author. Oh, I got this. Today I'm going to be X, Y, and Z. And then you think you're going to be the best. And for all of y'all that wants to jump into being an author, 
and thinking that you're going to be a millionaire right away, you're going to be the best, you're going to be this, you're going to be that. Stop fooling yourself, baby, because you ain't going to jump into this business and be the best-selling author right away. You got to work for that. You got to get your name out there. You got to strive to be the best-selling author. And, yes, I know y'all see a lot of people that's got their name talking about they best-selling author. They do that to get more sales. Hell, anybody can say they're a best-selling author. The problem is have you really went and did your research to find out if they really were? Oh, that word research came up again, didn't it? Yes, you got to do your research. Do the research on the company that you're choosing to go with. Do the research on the person that you're choosing to go with. Do your research. Research, people. Research. And I'm going to say it 100,000 times because it's very lucrative and very beneficial to you and this business. I've watched too many new authors come in and get screwed over too many times, way too many times, because they don't do their research, because they don't check and find out the person that they're working with. Because they didn't realize that, oh, as soon as they submitted their stuff, they lost all their rights to their work. It's no longer yours, it's the company's. All because they touched it. See? All because they touched it. EMP holds all the rights to everything EMP does, because that's our business. But, however, we make it to where you can actually purchase and make sure that you own the rights to every single thing, the edited version, the covers, the everything belongs to you. See, your original version, that's yours, all yours. You can have it, you can take it and be, put it wherever. Do you, boo. But, the editor version belongs to EMP. Whereas a lot of people, as soon as, soon as you come to their thing, they want you to have three, four books dropped. They want you to do this. They and they t- not only do you have to have these books, but now these books belong to them. It belongs to the company. You lost your rights to your work that you spend day in and day out, your hard work, your sweat, your tears, your blood, and everything. You done gave it all to somebody all because you did not do what? Your research. That's right. We got to do our research. It's okay. It's okay. So, ladies, we're not telling you to come to EMP, although the doors are open. What I'm telling you is find the right company that works for you, that's suitable for you. Because every company not going to work for you. Everybody don't want to see your best interest. They only want to see how much money can you make me. How much money can you make me? That's their that's their goal. That's their thing. Everybody wants to be rich. Don't nobody want to put in the work to do it. And COVID has made a lot of people lazy as hell. Yes, I said it. 
we have to start making sure that we bring our money, we invest within ourselves, and the money that we're going to invest in ourselves is going to be a good investment. It's going to be a great investment. Because I don't know about you, but I'm a great investment. Because I'm going to invest in me. And I'm going to go out here and I'm going to find other people who want to invest in me as well. And they're going to want to invest in me because I believe in myself enough. And I have convinced them that I am worth the investment. If you are afraid to get out there to talk to people, being an author is really hard. Are you doing it? You, at that point, you have to ask yourself, am I doing this for fun? Or am I doing this for a business, for a career? Because if you're doing this for a career, you got to get out there and talk to people. Having book signings, doing book fairs, just getting out there and selling on the corner, whatever. Guess what? That's what a true, first of all, it's a hustle. And if you ain't a hustler, uh, you're not going to do very well. Because this is a hustle. You got to hustle and bustle. That means you got to meet people. You got to rub hands and arms and elbows with people that you don't know, that you may not like, that might get on your damn nerves. But you are an investment. And this goes for any business that you are trying to invest in. And that's real. Okay? Start investing in yourself. If you want to be a self-published author, there are steps and measures to these, to this. This is what it is. But the first thing you need to do is do your research. Find a company that's suitable and that works for you. And never give up on you. Never give up on you. Because if you give up on you, it's easy for them too. I didn't want to give up on my people. I still didn't give up on my people. I don't give up on my people. Even when they gave up on themselves. Guess what, Lady V? Still right here. She's still waiting for them to decide what it is that they want to do with their lives. But they already know that they can't come to me with their punk-ass excuses because I don't take excuses. I don't make no excuses. So I don't want to hear them. And if you have too many excuses of why you are not being successful, check yourself, boo. Check yourself. Because stop complaining about the things that you can change for you. Stop hollering, oh, I can't do this business, I can't, I'm not getting this, I ain't got this, I ain't got that. You ain't got it because you chose not to. Stop complaining. Stop making excuses of why you can't. And start finding ways and solutions of how you can. Trust me, I had nothing when I first started. I had no knowledge. I had nothing. Nothing. In fact, when I wrote my book, I literally lost my whole entire family. Let me just say that. I don't mind putting that out there. I lost my whole entire family. They didn't want to talk to me, fuck with me. They didn't want to do anything. 
They were just like gave me the finger and told me to go stick it. They did not want to be associated with me. But that was after they laughed in my face when I told them that I was going to be an author. Because they didn't think that I could. And here I am, 10 years later, strong in the game, six books on the shelf, all up under EMP, Lady V, not playing no games. See? Sometimes we have to take those negative moments and turn them into positive moments. Everything that somebody told you that you couldn't do, change it, reverse it, so that you can do what it is that you have been called to do. It don't matter if people laugh at you. It don't matter if people think that you can't. People told me my book wasn't no good. Oh, nobody's going to read your book. Ain't nobody going to buy your book. Don't nobody care about what you're talking about. Ain't nobody going to listen to your radio show. Ain't nobody going to tune in. Don't nobody want to hear your poetry. See, I've heard it all. But guess what? I keep writing. I keep coming on the air every day. Whether there's a guest or no guest, whether there's a listener or no listener, I keep showing up every day. Why? Because I believe in my investment, and I am the investment. And remember, he say if you build it, they will come. He didn't say they'd come overnight. He didn't say they was going to follow you overnight either. It took me 10 years. And I'm still fighting. I'm still not where I want to be, but I have not stopped. Ten years in the game, strong. I make this shit look good. It ain't been good. It has not been an easy road. It has not been an easy road. But you can't give up on your investment, which is you. That's what this show is about. Educating us as a community, as a whole, as a people, and bringing our money back into our community. That's what we're doing. And tonight we're talking about being a self-published author. That's what we're doing. When we come back, I'm going to take a small break. But when we come back, because I don't want y'all to be just, I can't just give it all to you, right, you know, real fast. But when we come back, because we are going to take a small break, I do see that some of you guys have um, put in some questions and stuff like that. And when we come back, I'm going to answer these questions. If you are in the building and you want to, please make sure that you you can um, go into the chat room right now um, on Fast Life on the Move, on Blog Talk Radio. Facebook or Instagram, I do see um, a couple people that's, hold on, I see a couple people that have inboxed me personally, and I see a couple people that's on the the Instagram, so I got you guys, got you, got you, got you, got you, got you, okay, so as soon as we come back, we're going to take a small break, and as soon as we come back, we are definitely going to talk about the different genres, 
And how do you know which genre you want to write in, okay? And what will get your ass sued and what won't? Ooh, I hope y'all ready to take these notes. Yes, 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 yes. So, hey, if you're in the building, press 1 if you want to get your questions asked. No problem. Lady V will be glad to do that. But if you don't press 1, I don't know. I'm not psychic, okay? But make sure y'all get that in and press 1. So, 563-999-3443, that is the number. Yep, 563-999-3443. Come on in the building. You know what I'm saying? We're going to give y'all a few minutes to do what you do, and um, when we come back, I'm going to answer these questions, and we are going to talk about the different types of genres and self-publishing and how we're going to do this, because somebody is writing their book right now, and they need some help, and it's okay, and I got you, boo, I got you, boo, and remember, it's okay to do it yourself. It really is. Sometimes that's the best way. That's why they call us indie artists because we're independent. And it's okay to be independent, okay? So, hey, y'all, this is Keeping It Classy with yours truly, with Lady V. And, baby, that's what we're doing, keeping it classy and being educated tonight Mm -hmm. as we talk about self-publishing. Okay, so get in where you fit in. 563-999-3443. Again, that number is 563-999-3443. Call in. Just keep it in classes. What may be? Regulators. We regulate any stealing of his property. We're damn good, too. But you can't be any geek off the street. Gotta be handy with the steal, if you know what I mean. Earn your keep. Regulators! It was a clear black night, a clear white moon when G was on the streets Trying to consume some skirts for the E So I could get some phones rolling in my ride, chilling all alone Just hit the east side of the LBC On a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G Seen a car full of girls, ain't no need to tweak All of you skirts know what's up with 213 So I hooked the left on 21 and Lewis Some brothers shooting dice, so I said let's do this I jumped out the rock and said what's up some brothers for some so I said I'm stuck. These girls peeping me, I'm all glide and swerve. These looking so hard, they straight hit the curve. Want to bigger, better things than some horny tricks. I see my homie and some suckers all in his mix. I'm getting jacked, I'm breaking myself. I can't believe they taking Warren's wealth. They took my rings, they took my Rolex. I looked at the brother, said, damn, what's next? They got my homie hemmed up and they all around. Can't none of them see him if they going straight down for pound. They want to come up real quick before they start to clown. I best pull out my belated busters down. They got guns to my head. I think I'm going down. I can't believe it's happening in my own town. If I had wings, I would fly. Let me contemplate. I glance in the cut and I see my homie Nate. Sixteen in the and one in the hole. Nate's dog is about to make somebody turn. Now they dropping and yelling. It's a tad bit late. Nate Dogg and Warren G had to regulate.
Understanding, understood, so there's no need for keep your guessing. Follow me now, see? See, I'll be rocking. The second hand is thinking, still the posse don't be clocking. Controllers of the clock be thinking closer to the point. BPRT for short, now, now I don't want more, hmm? Or am I too much for the mental? Proceed, teacher, please. Just keep it sort of simple like hip-hop. You complicatedly, I place it according to the moods of my intellect. Step for step, I step a little closer to the point. Rock this funky joint. But, but I'm your teacher, I teach ya. Rocker when I rock ya. The thing I call for me is a different style of hip-hop. Uh, smooth like a wise word, spoken from a prophet. Rough like a slave trying to get away. See, I'm combined with two kinds of rhyme trying to reach ya. The Me to rock. So now I'm 
Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Friday, man, because that's what it is. It's Friday. Thank God. Hallelujah. It's Friday. So, man, we are in the building, and tonight we are talking about being a self-published author. This is Keeping It Classy with yours truly, Miss Lady V. And, hey, we're talking about self-published author, being a self-published author. If this is what you want to do, hey, this is the segment for you to get your questions answered, to actually get in the know, to, um, you know, be able to do what you do. She'll know I'm going to bring her in in a little bit, just so you can kind of get to know why, you know, and what makes other people decide that they want to be a self-published author as well. So, Hey, before I get started, before I get started, like I said, I am Lady V, the um, owner of Elliot Knight Professionals. Man, if you want to find me, please feel free to go to www.linktree backslash Lady V E N P, okay? That is linktree.com backslash Lady V E N P, okay? Please make sure that you go check us out, check me out, you know, get that in and all that good stuff, okay? Because I want to make sure that you guys are doing what you love to do, okay? And it's been done properly. Yes, everything that we do at Elliot Knight Professional, we do everything in-house. We do not outsource our work. So we don't go to other people and be like, oh, can you edit? Oh, can you do book covers? Oh, can you? No, everything is done by EMP, okay? So because I am the only one, please be patient. Come on in. I'll be glad to help you get to where you're trying to be, okay, in your writing, in your work, whatever it is that you are choosing to do. So with that being said, I'm going to answer a few of these questions that come through. Well, I ain't going to say a few. I'm going to ask. It was a few questions that came through, so I'm going to answer them, okay? So the first question is, Dear Lady V, I have been working on my novel for the past six years. Some days I get stuck, some days I don't. The question is, how will I ever know if I'm finished and if I'm finished, what should be my first step of going to the next step of getting it self-published? If you're writing a novel, when your heart say or your characters, because I don't know, with 
real writers, and all of us will tell you the normally the same thing when it comes to um, novels and writing our books. Our characters talk to us. They talk to us in our sleep. They talk to us when we're eating. They talk to us when we're at work. They talk to us and talk to us and talk to us, okay? And what happens is once your characters say the end, that's it. There is no more. They have no more for you. You're not going to get anything else. Now, they might come back to you later on down the line and say, hey, and start giving you other things and other scenes and things like that. They might start doing that, which means that they're ready for another another one or a sequel or, you know, a series or whatever that may be. Or you may have different characters that come and talk to you, and now they want you to start a book. You know what I'm saying? That is being a true writer. When your characters can talk to you, you're an author, you're a writer. Because, yes, they will. That is all about being, that's the artistic thing of being a writer. We're artists. You know, and every writer that I know have that same issue. (laughs) Our characters talk to us. But when they say the end, stop forcing it. Stop trying to make it more or changing it or doing this and doing that. Stop doing that. As a first as a as a first time author, it is a lot of times we are our worst critic. We are our worst enemy. But you have to remember that that's the reason why you have a team to make it right. Okay, that's why you're getting with the right company so they can help you get it right. And get it to be the way that it needs to be So it can be put out there If you're waiting On it to be perfect It will never be perfect Until you decide to get a team To help you to make it To bring it to life If you're holding it Because you're afraid Stop doing that too Because at the end of the day You can't continue to live in fear. And a lot of times that's what we do as humans. We are afraid to take that step. And it doesn't matter if you're trying to be an author, if you're trying to be a painter, if you're trying to be a singer, if you're trying to be a rapper, it does whatever. If you're if even if you're trying to be an accountant, uh 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 do a a organization, whatever business that you are trying to go into. A lot of times we are afraid to make that first step because we are afraid of failure. Understand something. I was afraid of failure. Sometimes I'm still afraid to fail. But how will I ever know if I succeed if I'm never if I'm too scared to fail? So we have to get out there and just we have to lean on God. We have to trust in ourselves. We have to believe in ourselves. We have to do that. If you are too afraid to take the first step, you never will. It's never going to get done. It's never going to get published. Stop, stop being afraid. Don't be afraid anymore. 
Step on your fear. Step out on your faith. That's all I'm going to say. Don't be afraid anymore to do what you love to do and what you have been called to do. Okay? The first step, I guess I guess just gave it to you. That is your first step because you can't take it nowhere else if you're scared. You can't do anything else with it if you're scared. And in reality, six years is a long time to sit on a book. Now, if you're sitting on a book for six years because you didn't know what to do or how to do it or what what route to take, then I can see that. I, I can understand that. That's why you're here today. So welcome. But if you're just holding it to be holding it because you're afraid of what other people will think, stop doing yourself like that. You know, I have to tell all my people, and I let them know straight up, every book ain't for everybody. Everybody not going to like your book. Everybody not going to like your work. It don't matter if you're a singer, a painter, or whatever. If you are an artist, and yes, I say an artist, and trust me, artists, I understand we are sensitive about our shit. Yes, we are. We are very sensitive about our facts. Get that, saying that as an artist. And it's okay to be sensitive about your staff, but don't be afraid to put your stuff out there to allow people to see it because people have an eye for different things. And what one don't like, somebody else will. Remember that. You have to stop going into this game thinking that everybody is going to like it. Everybody's going to purchase it. Everybody's going to get it because they're not. They're not. They're not. Look how many different products of one product it is on the shelf. It's so many. It's one product, but it's different brands. You probably got five, six brands of the same product on the shelf. They all have different prices. Maybe this product don't work for you because you're allergic to one of the ingredients. Maybe you didn't like the way it made you feel. Maybe that product made you, it was the same product, but maybe that product made you dry. That brand. Maybe that brand made you, you know what I'm saying, made you hallucinate. I don't know. But whatever it is, but this brand right here was perfect for you. Remember, that's how we have to think of our, our business. Everything we do is not going to be for everybody. So that's your first thing. Stop thinking that it's for everybody because it's not. It is for somebody. Yes, it is. But it's not for everybody. I had to learn that as a new author, too. I didn't come into the business thinking that I was going to be a millionaire right away or I was going to be on the bestsellers books list or none of these things. I didn't never come into the business thinking that. But I did come into the business thinking, oh, I wrote my book, everybody going to love it. 
Yeah, everybody didn't love it. Everybody didn't like it. Hell, it pissed a whole lot of people off. (laughs) But at the end of the day, I still put it out there. And the people who loved it, loved it. And the people who didn't, well, they just didn't. And that's okay. Because it actually weighed out for me. But it made me more humble in this business to understand that, oh, okay, this is how this works. Stop being afraid. All right, so the next question is, ooh, this is a good one. Lady V, what made you decide that you wanted to write your book? Well, I chose to write my book, my very first book, um, because I needed to release. I needed to release all the stuff that and all the baggage that I was holding on to, all the hurt, all the pain, all the foolery, all the chaos. I, was, I needed to release that. Because holding on to it was damaging me. I was damaged good. I was damaging myself more than I was hurting or damaging anybody else around me. Because I didn't know how to release the things and the hurt and the pain that I was holding on to. Started writing because of that. But then when I got a few people who actually read it and loved it and was like, oh, my gosh, you need to really go on and do this because somebody needs to hear your story. I said, okay. And I started taking the proper steps. Like I said, I had to do a lot of research. I had to pull it. I had to rewrite it. I had to do a lot of different things, but it was all worth it. And, yes, Lady V going to redo it again a third time. Why? Because I've learned so much from then to now that now I know how to make it the best. Where people can actually get everything that they, everything that I want them, because it's not about what they're, they're, they want to get out of it. It's about what I want them to get out of it. Because I'm the author. And you have to remember that. That's your baby. Treat it as such. We make mistakes in our lives. We do. And our children may not always like it. But that's okay. It's all about us making things better. For us. Okay, what do we want the people to get out of it? What do we want them to receive? And so, yes, Lady V will pull it and redo it again because I want people to get everything out of it. And it was raw and uncut. So they got the raw and uncut feel of it, but now I want them to get more out of it. Not, I don't want it to just be a hood book. I want it to be a book where they can say, wow, I think she was almost telling me my story. But is this what she did to come out of it? Is this what happened? Is this how we do things? 
So that's what made me get into it. And when I started doing my poetry books, I was actually, actually because I dealt with nothing but poets on my label when I first started, when we got, when we started our label together, because I was already a manager of helping other people anyway. But when we started, when Jazz and I started EMP, I had a bunch of poets. That's all. I had a bunch of poets on my label. <laughs> and I had to tell them, I write books. I don't want to do poetry. And they bet me. They they made a deal because they didn't think I would do it. And Lady V is never, hey, I'm always up for a good challenge. I ain't really going to turn down a good challenge. That's not really in my, you know, my DNA. And it was a good challenge. Because they didn't think that I could. So I had to show them that I could do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. I could do anything. I can write in anything because I'm a writer. I don't say I'm a poet. I don't say that I'm an author. I'm a writer. I write. That means I can write anything. Anything under the sun I choose to write, I'm a write. That's why I write grants. I write biographies, you know. I write a lot of different things because I'm a writer. I do poetry. I write novels. I write inspiration. I have all of these books under one label. I write memoirs. My very first book that I was telling you, Living the Fast Life. That's what it's called, Living the Fast Life. It's a memoir. It is. Somebody asked me the difference. What is the difference? And I'm about to explain that to you so you guys can understand the difference between the different genres, okay? Somebody asked earlier um, as well, which this question is right now, so I'm supposed to answer it. The question is, what is the difference between a memoir and an autobiography? Let me tell you. I'll be glad to tell you. Well, a memoir, yes, that is based on truth. However, you can embellish it a little bit. You change the name. All of that stuff, which makes it a memoir. Now, when you are doing the autobiography, that means that everything Every detail, every story, every name have to be done correctly. That means spell correctly, done correctly, share correctly, because if you have any little thing out of pocket, oh, somebody says a really, somebody's sitting up there, oh, she's about to give us the juice. Yes, I is. Yes, I is. Let me tell you something. If you do anything out of pocket, They can come back and get you and say, this is false. This isn't right. This is this and this is that. Or if you did not have their permission to tell that story or tell that whatever, it don't matter if it's your book or not. You have to get certain permissions. You have to get certain things because if you don't, and you're writing the autobiography, guess what? People will wait. Oh, they'll wait for you. You can drop it today. 
They ain't gonna come get you today. They gonna wait till that till till you till you make it. Oh, that's what people do. They wanna wait till you make it, cause now they can come and sue you for whatever they wanna sue you for, and we'll win. If you ain't got your stuff, your P's and your Q's and your I's and your T's together. If you ain't got it together, they will come and get you. Now you looking loud, Riri, trying to understand how the hell you just got food and you just you you just got on your feet good. You just got your first good deal. Now you want to know why you got to give over half of your money to somebody else because you did not do your what? Your research and you did not do it properly because you did not find out the proper steps and measurements that you have to go through to make sure that you were doing a successful book and you were doing it the right way. That's what EMP teaches you. We teach you the right and the wrong ways. We teach you what will get you sued and what won't get you sued. See, I can tell you, my book is a memoir. That means it's about my life. Every name in the book has been changed. Not to protect the innocent, but to protect the guilty. That's what it takes. To protect the guilty. Because they was guilty, guilty, guilty. So that's what I do. I protect the guilty. But it's my story. And it's a memoir which means that can't nobody come back and get me on anything. The funny part is they all knew who they was. They was mad as two fish grease in the Man, they was hot as hell. Ooh, they was hot. I told you I lost my whole family because of it. But I don't care because it wasn't their story. It was my story. And if I had a choice to do it all over again, guess what? I would do it. Because, again, it's my story. So if you're worried about your family and what they're going to feel and how they're going to feel and all this other stuff, man, cut the crap. Write a memoir. Change the name. Okay? Because memoirs are considered as under the fiction category. Based on real stories, but it's fiction. Because you have changed a few things, like the name. You might tweak something here and there. Remember that. And it's okay. So that is the difference between writing your memoir. Because a lot of people want to say, oh, I want to write about my life story. That's fine. Just know which way you are trying to go and how you're trying to go with it. And if you are trying to do an autobiography, which is about you, please make sure that you have, you're either talking about you or if you're going to add people to it, make sure that you have their permission first, okay? Don't just be out here just doing stuff willy-nilly and getting sued later on down the road. And then you calling me, talking about, Lady V, I heard you on the air, but I did it my way. And now I'm being sued for 500000 or a million dollars. So that's your fault. 
Because you should have listened. So don't do it. Don't do it. You can write in every genre. Every genre. Just know the ins and outs. Do your research. If you're gonna do a if you're gonna talk about a city or a state, please do your research. Because first of all, it's disrespectful to the people who actually live in that city. And when they're reading your book, oh, they will tear your book to shreds. Oh, this ain't real. Oh, that ain't true. Uh-uh, this ain't in my city. This, 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 that, and the third and the other, baby. They will rim you. Don't just be making up stuff and talking about a city that you ain't never been to. You can write about any city, any state, any country you want to. But do your research. That means that go to that state, go to that city, go to that country. Remember, Google is also your friend. It's also your friend. If you want to talk about certain things, go do your research. Find out what's in that city how that city is laid out, what's going on, what the people are like. Interview people from that city and state. That's how you make your book realistic and make people love it, even when it's not. The thing is we have to sell the story. And if you can't sell the story, then you have no story. Okay? Now, I'm trying to give y'all good information tonight, real fast, real boom, real quick. Because, again, it's very, very important that you know what you're doing when you're trying to be a self-published author. This is not an easy task. This is not something you just wake up and be, oh, I'm going to be an author today, and I'm going to do it, and that's going to be what that is. If you don't know what to do and how to do it, do your research. Find a company that can help you. Remember, there's a lot of cons in this business, though. There's a lot of people who's just out there for the almighty dollar, though. Now, don't now don't get it twisted and think that Lady V ain't going to get her, 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 her cho-chos. Because I'm going to get my cho-chos, believe that. But I need you to understand that it ain't just about cho-chos. It's about my time. That's why I charge you because my time is very valuable, okay? Because I don't have a lot of I don't have a lot of it. Because I got a hundred thousand things to do for a hundred thousand people who think that I'm fucking Jesus sometimes, and I ain't. I'm just saying, I got a lot of stuff to do. I got a lot of people that I take care of. A lot of people that I help in this business. So yes, Lady V need her chochos too. But it's not all about the dollar because for me, I'd rather see you be successful. I want to know that you are doing it right, and trust me, I earn every single dollar, every single penny. And, yes, I am the cheapest in the business, which means that I shortcut myself to make sure that you got the best. And that's just real. Because that's what it's all about is making sure that you have the best. I don't want you to be out here just free-flowing and free-falling and all this other foolery. I don't want you to do that. I want you to be the best of the best, 
okay? If you want to write a thriller, write that, but do it your way. Don't be looking at something on TV or somebody else's and using their ideas. It's okay to mimic it a little bit because, remember, everything's already, you know, a lot of things have already been done. But people paved the way so that we could still do what we love to do. But still make it your own. Don't do it because everybody else is doing it. You know, I have to I have to tell people that. Stop doing things because everybody else is doing it. My grandmother used to tell me, so if everybody was going to jump off the bridge, you going to? Oh, see, it made a whole bunch of people think about a lot of things a little bit differently when you say it like that. Because I was like, well, no. <laughs> I'm not going to jump off no bridge because they jumping off the bridge. I'm sorry. So I had to learn how to be me, how to be my own person, my own entity. I am who I is, who I be, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I just had a question come in asking about edit. Well, wait a minute. Hold on. I just saw it. Okay. So this question says, Lady V, when it comes to editing, how do we know when it's properly edited and what makes a book edited to the – What? wait a minute. What makes a book edited – I don't know what that means, actually. But I'm going to answer the question anyway. I don't know what this last part means. It's kind of jumbled up. And this is what I be talking about. We write like we talk, which means that it don't always be right. So that means that you have to understand, if I don't understand it, how is your audience supposed to understand it? That's why we need an editor. That's where your editor comes into play. I took years to learn how to edit properly. I did not learn that overnight. It took me six years, and I don't mind telling people that, six years to learn how to properly edit. Because, again, anybody can run it through Grammarly. And they ain't running it through the paid version. They running it through the free version. Oh, I'm going to hurt somebody tonight. I know somebody's feelings is hurt because I just told they secrets. I don't care. I don't care. Y'all know it. Lady V don't care. Because that's not how we're supposed to do things. That's not how a book is supposed to be done. If you're going to run it through Grammarly, guess what? You can do that. What you need to pay somebody to do it for. Stop paying people to be lazy. You can tell when your book has been ran through Grammarly and when your book has been properly edited. Because when your book has been properly edited, you will notice it because it's going to flow a lot better. You're not going to see a lot of mistakes. Grammarly does not catch everything. Grammarly just says, oh, this sentence, this sentence is not right. Change this word, change that word, change this word, boom. That's all Grammarly does. 
And if you're going to get the free version, which a lot of people out here is doing, just do it yourself. Stop paying people all this money to have an unedited book or a half-ass edited book. Because some of y'all have these half-ass edited books. And then you're mad because you're not getting the reviews that you thought or people would say, oh, this book isn't that good because of all the mistakes. Oh, this book isn't that good because of this X, Y, and Z. I personally have a big problem with people who think that their book is correct when it comes to the editing process. I've had people cuss me out. I've had people tell me about how this, that, and the third, and the other because they're so used to people going through Grammarly and just handing it back to them saying, here it is, your book has been edited. There you go. Your book has been edited. And they say, okay, great. And then they just assume that it's been done. They don't even go through and read it. Or they'll skim through it. They don't go through and read it. They skim through it, and then you wonder why you only have these two- and three-star reviews instead of getting five-star reviews. You're getting those because you did not do your due diligence, which means that that's your baby. And if it take, and first of all, let me tell you something. If somebody is telling you that you you only have a day to to read through the edit and send it back to them, that ain't the editor for you. Because you should not be rushing your project. That's your investment. We have to remember that we are an investment. And you wouldn't just want to invest in anything, would you? No, we wouldn't. We wouldn't. So make sure that when you are getting your work edited, it is done properly. Ask to see a sample. It's okay. Can I see a sample of your work? Can I see what other books you have done? Can I talk to these other people that you have done? See, I I got people that I I can tell you. Oh, yeah, you can call such and such. Oh, you can call this person. Oh, bam, I can send you something. You know what I'm saying? Oh, let me send you a little excerpt of this. Let me send you this. Let me send you that. I can show you my work because I'm not afraid to do that because I believe in the work that I create and produce for my people. And they believe in me as well. That's why they come to me. Remember, you are the investment. I cannot say that and stress that enough. You are the investment. You want to make sure that you're the best, that you're doing the best, that you're giving the best. And we want to make sure that you guys do that. So please make sure that you're doing a proper edit job. You're getting a proper edit job, okay? I want to make sure that you guys are doing that. I got one more question, and then, Taz, I'm about to come to you, baby. I'm just, I'm, I, I put her on blast like that. I know she's like, what? Yes, 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 yes. I'm going to come to you for just a second because you are a self-published author, and you've been through this process before. And so what better way 
See, I always keep a standby, something. And what better way than to get the education and the knowledge from somebody who's been through it other than myself? See, I could tell you all day that I've done it or that I've been there or whatever the case may be. But when you can hear, again, the results of the work that has been done and put into it, it makes you understand it just a little bit clearer. It makes you say, oh, okay, oh, okay, that's what, okay. I've been, okay, somebody else who, who's been there, who's going through the same thing I'm going through, has done it already. You know, and she's a self-published author. And trust me, everything that I'm telling you, she and I already got. She and I already been through and all that good stuff. She and I already caught all the hell and everything. Allow her to explain her journey in this self-published business as well and what made her decide that she wanted to go ahead and do it and um, actually what she's doing right now with it. So we'll talk to her for a brief moment. But I'm going to answer this last question that I just saw come through. Which is, oh, how do you determine on a book cover? Mm, That is a really good question. First of all, I always tell people to go with your spirit. Go with the, the, the theme of your book and don't make it complicated. See, a lot of times you see a lot of these book covers with a lot of things on it. And they're jumbled up. It's a lot of things. Some of them don't make sense. Some of them you kind of, you know, you, you kind of like, I don't know what this is really about. So you kind of have to read read the back of the book to really understand what it's about because you didn't quite understand the book cover. I always say that your book cover should catch the eye. That's what's going to make somebody pick it up. So when you look at any of Lady V's book covers, they're all different from a lot of book covers that you see because I stay original and I stay true to who I am, and I don't like clutteredness. I don't like a lot of in on it. I want it to be simple, but I want it to make a powerful punch. So each book cover is unique to me, the artist, but also to the book of what it's about. You know? And who I am as a person. So that's what each each cover should represent who you are and what your story is about. And it doesn't have to be flashy. It doesn't have to be all this unnecessary gaudiness that we like to do in our urban community. And I have to say it like that because I see a lot of book covers and they're all starting to look alike. And that's because we feel like this is what sells. But remember, it ain't all about what sells. Because if your book is looking like three or four to five other people, how do your book stand out? That's the question. 
See, I want my book to stand out. I want people to be looking and looking and looking and be like, oh, wait a minute. Let me pick this book up and see what this book is about. Let me see what it do. And that's what that's going to be, okay? Make sure that you know. Have a powerful punch. You got to make a powerful impact for somebody to actually pick your book up and want to read it, okay? That's, that's the thing. Make sure they want to read it, not just this unnecessary foolery. Make sure that they want to read it. Taz, I'm coming to you right now, baby. So I'm bringing in Taz right now, and, um, you know, we're going to talk just for a hot little second about her as a published author and um, actually, you know, what it actually meant to her, you know, a self-published author. So, hey, Tazzy, baby. Hi, Lady Z. (laughs) (laughs) I know I put you on the spot. I know I did. I know I did. I know you weren't ready. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) I love you anyway. You should be used to it by now. Look, you should be used to it by now. Yeah. Anything goes so, with Lady B. <laughs> hey, you already know it. You already know it. So I gotta ask you this quick, quick question. You know what I'm saying? So, um, let us know what actually made you decide to be a self-published author and what it meant to you. Well, basically, I always wanted to ever since I was younger, but. With me, my confidence is what stopped me from doing it sooner. And basically, being introduced to you and um, you staying in my behind, one thing I could say, <laughs> with Lady V, she didn't know how to put her foot in your back. And, I mean... I still was like, man, I'm not good enough. I can't do this. And you was like, you can do it. So I did what I did, and I became a part of EMP. And Lady B, one thing about her, she'll, she'll let you know if, you, if, if your work is trash. She don't bite her tongue, and she'll tell you if it's trash. And she also tell you, well, it's good. It has potential, but I need more. So that's one thing that I I love about Lady V because she will push you to the max. Yes, I was the hard child, the one that gave the most problems. (laughs) But, you know, even with me uh, publishing my first poetry book, I published it in April of 2017, and now it's 2020, and I'm like, okay, I've been three years hmm, doing nothing. I guess I was on a drought, a writer's block on a drought, but here I am again. I'm in the process now of writing my second book, and with the the help of Lady V. You know, she's awesome. She's and her editing is on on point. 
and uh, I'm a witness to it. So if anybody have any questions, I'm a witness to it. Her editing is on point. And one thing I have learned is that when Lady V told you, she said, your first book, it may not be all that, but you can tell when you are a true writer because each time it gets better. And my second book is going to be 100 times better than my first book. Why? Because my first book was more so on lust, fantasies, and it was just something to do. But this time my book is more so on my growth, my my new way of life, my new way of thinking, and on actual facts. So uh. this is that's this is what makes this this next book could be better than the first book. And for me, y'all already know it's all about growth. You know, no, your first book might not be the best. It ain't going to be the best. I ain't just to be lying and tell you that it's going to be great because it ain't. You know, I can tell you my book, first book was garbage, too. <laughs> I can tell you that, you know, and it's okay because you're not going to be great. We have to remember that. When we come into this business, we're not great. But if you keep trying and you keep working at it, you will get better. You will get better each thing. When you started first painting or singing, you didn't sound that damn good. Don't act like you did. But you kept practicing and you kept trying, you know. Whether you're you're an accountant, you wasn't counting that good, but you kept doing it. And guess what? Now you can almost do that shit in your sleep, you know. You got to keep trying. Never give up on you. Never give up on you. It may not be good the first time, but it will eventually get better. Like, mm-hmm. I believe that. You know, and, and I noticed that with, I, I noticed that now I could be asleep and think of something and when <laughs> I get up, all I do is write. So it's a big difference in, like, before I have to, like, really, like, be taking me days just to write something. Now I see myself writing like three or four pieces a day. Why? Mm. Because it's a difference. That's right. That's right. Now, what would you say would be like, what's the difference between now and then? Like what have, what would you say your one thing that you've noticed the most in your writing would be? What would that be? Well, before I was just writing little paragraphs. Now I'm starting to write right. <laughs> so I'm starting to write more. <laughs> I'm writing more. I'm getting more in in depth than I was before. I'm more in depth and and even the type of poetry that I write now is more different than what I did before. Mhm. I have to say that you are so absolutely right. And I'm actually really, I'm really proud of you, Taz, because you took a chance on you, even when you didn't think you could. And so I'm really proud of you because you deserve it. And to see your growth from then to now, 
have been amazing. And I am actually very honored to be able to work with you and to also see your growth along the years. So, you know, I have to say, you know, let's keep pushing it. Let's keep doing what we do. And I cannot wait to see the second book just flourish because I already know what you have in you. And so I know. And it's I thank be you because you're not giving up on me. No, that's kind of hard to do. You know, you stuck with me, so you know, <laughs> it's a little hard to do. Ain't gonna be none of that. So, you know, I just want to say keep pushing, and we're going to keep rocking together. We're going to keep doing this thing together. We're going to keep growing together, you know. And, you know, again, thank you for coming through and sharing your story as well, you know, even though I put you on the spot a little bit, you know. But I thank you for sharing your story because somebody actually needed to hear that because somebody actually didn't believe that it was really possible, and they actually just, inboxed me and said oh my gosh thank you and so somebody yes I will be available later but please don't call me tonight call me tomorrow okay because after the show baby I like to have Lady V's time okay so call me tomorrow okay call me during the day tomorrow and we can talk about how you can get started okay but Taz I want to say baby thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you I greatly appreciate you sharing your story y'all look out for Taz baby she coming through with this next book we will definitely keep you posted on when it will be released and all that good stuff so y'all already know and you know y'all y'all gonna see more of a Tazzy baby she coming back on the scene baby she coming back and giving y'all just what you need and what you want okay so Again, Tazzy baby, thank you, honey. No problem. One family, one unit. One family, one unit. You know it. Hey, y'all, that is my Tazzy baby. That's my Tazzy baby. That's my Tazzy baby. Man, we get it in. EMP, if you need help getting your book out, contact us. Contact us. We'll be glad to help you, okay? Because we want to see you be the best. Not just be mediocre, but be the best. We want to see you get your books out, do what you want to do, do what you love to do, because you deserve it, okay? But only come to us if you are ready. Please don't come out, because I will tell you, you ain't ready yet. And don't be mad at me, and then go to somebody else, because I told you you wasn't ready. And then go to somebody else and then be pissed off because they didn't treat you right. When I told you in the beginning that you wasn't ready. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat that with you because sometimes we're not ready. We wanna think that we're ready, but a lot of times we don't be. And that's okay. Okay? So come to us if you if you are ready to take this new journey in your writing. If you are ready to take this new step, please come on. You know what I'm saying? Come on, come on, come on. Hey. We're family. That's what we do. And we help each other out. One family, one unit. That's all we know. That's how we have it set up. That's how we built. And we built to make it last, okay? So all I can say is, hey, y'all, thank y'all for rocking out with me tonight. Man, please make sure y'all keep Lachey Perkins in your um, prayers and stuff like that. I don't know what's going on. But, hey, we in the building. We going to rock out. Hey, whether or not we going to keep doing, I do. But, 
keep her in your prayers because something is happening and I can feel it. I just don't know what it is. So just keep her in y'all's prayers as well. Keep rocking with us. Keep praying for us as well. The Fast Life on the Move family, we're growing, but we coming to y'all real strong. And, of course, yes, 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 I got to put this out here. Man, y'all already know Tassie Baby is, you know, part of the hands that our minister for the Hands of Praise uh, ministry. So you guys make sure, because y'all going to be seeing them, yes, every first Monday of every month, they coming and bringing you that good word, man, because we got we need that. So every first Monday, you will see the Hands of Praise ministry in the building with Matazza, baby, and, of course, co-pastor Miss Sonia. Williams. They in the building, baby. They coming to you. And of course, man, hey, we got to give you that laughter. We got to give you some laughter in your life. And who better to give it to you than misbehaving herself, baby? Oh, yes. She coming to y'all as well, baby. She going to give y'all, you know, a little taste of what she's going to be giving y'all after the first of the year. Yes, baby, y'all asked for it. And hey, we is working on making sure that she going to give y'all your own segment, okay? So make sure y'all stay tuned in for all the new changes. And, of course, you know Mr. Venom coming to, you know, he bringing y'all his new show called Stingham. So you had a little taste of it about a week or so ago. And we hope that y'all enjoyed it. Hey, if you ain't winning, called it, man. Make sure y'all go catch them, man. You'll find misbehaving. Um, it actually says misbehaving on it, okay? So keeping it classy with misbehaving. So make sure y'all go tune into that. Make sure y'all go tune in to sing them. Any shows that you have missed, please make sure you go catch. But don't forget to catch tomorrow night. It's open mic night, baby. It's verbal foreplay. Honey, we bringing you them pieces, them fire, fire ass pieces, giving y'all that spoken word, that smoking word, all that stuff. So if you poetry, singing, rapping, whatever, comedian, come on in the building and murder this mic, okay? That's what we want y'all to do. Tomorrow is open mic night. Come in with the family. Man, I'm telling you. The end, man, the EMP, Fast Life on the Move family, baby, we just to get it in. That's what we're going to do. We are going to get it in. It's the Fast Life on the Move family. We are about to do that one family, one unit. And we bringing, we going to murder these mics. Bring your best. Not your mediocre, but bring your best, okay? And we're going to be in the Playhouse waiting on you to do that tomorrow night. So come on in the building for verbal foreplay tomorrow night. And then... The king, he going to slow it on down for you and end our month and our weekend, okay, with your Sunday night quiet storm, yes. And if y'all asking, huh, no, we ain't going to be here in the building next week because it's Lady V's week. Oh, Lady V's week, and who need it is Lady V, okay? I need it the most. Lord knows I do because I'm tired, boss. Yes, we got to get some rest. Plus, we got to, you know, do our thing in the background because we want to make sure that we continue to bring you the best and the hottest shows, okay? So make sure that you guys come in the Playhouse tomorrow night and on Sunday night as we end this new, this month, okay? And then starting in November, yes, 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 on Monday, that first Monday, guess what? 
Hands of Praise Ministry going to bring you our teaching, and they're going to give it to you, baby, so we can start our month in our new season outright because this is a new season, and we're going into a whole new chapter of growth. And in order for us to grow, we got to give it to the man upstairs so we can flourish, okay? That's the only way we can grow. So, hey, make sure y'all stay tuned in and rocked out with us. Again, I'm Lady V. I thank you guys for loving on me. I thank y'all for sowing y'all love and support. Y'all is the best. Yes, y'all are. And we hope that you got what you needed tonight. And hopefully you will become a self-published author. If that's your choice, if that's your career, come on, baby. Write that book. Let's get those books out. Let's get those books published and show the world who you are. They're waiting on you. They're waiting. The question is, are you ready? Ask yourself that. Hey, those are my thoughts of the night. Y'all already know it's keeping it classy. I'm Lady V, and you already know, as always, say what? Empowered, enriched and encouraged to do great things. Hey, babies, we out of here. Good night. Baby, won't no smoke with me. Okay. Let's turn this motherfucker up 800 degrees. The whole team eats. Chefs, cause she's a treat. She's so bougie, bougie, on appetite. I'm a savage. Had a too nasty. Talk big shit, but my bank account matches. Hood, but I'm classy. Rich, but I'm ratchet. Haters kept my name in their mouth, not a gagging. Bougie. He say the way that thing move is a movie. I told that boy we gotta keep it lowly, me the room key. I done bled the block and now it's hot, bitch, I'm Tunji. I'm mood and I'm moody. I'm a savage. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Sassy, moody, nasty. Acting stupid, what was happening? What was happening? I'm a savage. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Sassy, Chance. I say left cheek, right cheek, drop it low with this twang. Sex is up in this thing, put you up on this game. I be parking my frame, gang, 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 gang. If you don't jump to put jeans on, baby, you don't feel my pain. Please don't give me hype, write my name in ice. Can't argue with these lazy bitches, I just break my price. I'm a boss, I'm a leader, I pull up in my two-seater, and my mama was a savage. Niggas got this shit from Tina, I'm a savage. Yeah, classy, bougie,
queen, and bought some cameras in here. I'm a bad bitch, she's a savage, no comparison here. I'ma flip my hair and look back while I twerk in the mirror. All this money in a room, think some scammers in here. I'm coming straight up out that third eye, with the whip like I stirred it. Wood grain, we twerving, keeping his mind all on these curves. Who fly like a bird, hold on him like birds. Always keep my word, no, I don't do crosswords. Now you in a ratty like them hot girls, them kids, huh? I hop that shit the way I hopped up and slid, huh? I pop my shit, now watch me pop, pop again, huh? I mop the float, now watch me sweep up these ends, huh? 